Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Glad to be back with you here on the C.L. Bryant Show live. As all of you know, I have been traveling a lot, uh, trying to get uh, various people uh, situated and in office and all this type thing. We Sadly to report, we failed uh, here in Louisiana, even with the president coming uh, to support uh, Responi, uh, he fell short of unseating, way short of unfeeding, of unseating John Bell Edwards, the only, the only Democrat governor in the South, uh, and uh, that is of Louisiana. There's a lot to be said about that. We'll talk about it on the other side of the hour. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, download free the C.L. Bryant Show app onto your favorite device. And all of my friends there. Uh, yeah, we have friends in New York City walking through Times Square. Look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, and the Red State Talk billboard is right there above Ripley's. And every hour, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there on the big screen. And old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you in Times Square. Proud to be a member of the advisory board uh, for the president, uh, Black Voices for Trump. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, we kicked that off. Well, a little over a week ago, we kicked that off and named I was named to that and uh, very proud to serve uh, our president. God and country for God and country. That's what it's all about. Someone who knows a lot about God and country has been a guest on this show for several couple of years now and uh, a good friend of mine and someone you always enjoy, someone that is always delightful to have on informative. Uh, she is the founder, president of Why Liberty Matters. It is a webinar that I encourage each and every one of you to become involved with. Her name, uh, my good friend, Dr. Marlene McMillan. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. It is a total joy to get to talk about liberty and talk about the things that really matter. Let's talk about liberty for just a moment, uh, Dr. Marlene, because you have uh, a very important project that you uh, work and bring to the public around the globe that uh, encapsulates the the message of liberty, why liberty matters. It's answered in a question every Wednesday night, I believe that is. But tell us about why liberty matters and how people can get engaged with uh, your teaching. Okay, we have some really exciting things that happen, and our main event is Wednesday evenings where we explain how people who live in liberty think differently than people who live in bondage. People who live in liberty speak differently than people who live in bondage. They uh, 
are educated differently, and they see the world through the lens of liberty instead of through the lens of bondage and tyranny. So we have these wonderful webinars. They're from 8 to 9.30 Central Time, and you sign up at Y, that's W-H-Y, LibertyMatters.com. Put in your first name and email. You'll get an email back, and you have to double opt in and respond and say, yes, I really did mean to talk to those folks. And then you'll get a welcome and information about how you join us. And we have a wonderful group of people. It's a family of people who care about liberty, and we love all of your listeners to join us. Absolutely, and thank you for that, uh, Dr. Marlene. Let me ask you about uh, the speaking differently and thinking differently. When we look at elected officials like Adam Schiff and Tlaib, Omar, Nancy Pelosi even now, uh, she is uh, veered uh, by necessity, I think, to the left herself. what are they speaking? What has caused them to think uh, and speak the way they are against a duly elected? I'm not talking about Donald Trump, but a duly elected president of the United States. How is it possible that they are speaking and thinking that he should not have what every citizen has due process? Give us some insight into what's happening here, Dr. McMillan. Okay, so there's two directions we need to talk about. One has to do with the words, because words have power, and you get more of what you talk about and become what you think about. So as the, they feast on bitterness and hatred, then they attract more bitterness and hatred. They attract trouble. So if we listen to that every day, We bring that energy, that negativity into our own lives, and it affects us. The other thing, and and we can pick up on that idea in a minute, but the other thing has to do with due process. And one of the principles of due process is that everybody is treated the same. Everybody has equal treatment under the law. So when you see something, and this works on any side of the aisle, Whenever you see one group treating the other differently than they would treat themselves, you know we have gone from liberty to tyranny. And it's up to people like our listeners here to realize this and not participate for themselves. Wow. You know, folks, I don't want you to lose that. Don't lose that. Whenever you see one side of the aisle treating uh, their opponents differently than they would treat themselves, then you know that we have moved from liberty to tyranny, Dr. Marlene McMillan. Then, Dr. McMillan, when we think about uh, how we get here to impeachment, now, you know the Constitution, uh, and, and of course, I've studied it myself, but many, uh, unfortunately, many Americans never take the time to read something that is so simple to read as the United States Constitution. It's not, it's not a major undertaking, folks, but studying it is a whole other the story. But Dr. McMillan, when we uh, talk about uh, the impeachment process, is this totally out of sync for what we understand the founders to have wanted it to be? Talk to us about it. Well, the mindset it was written in was a nonpartisan 
mode, not even bipartisan, just with the idea of liberty being the focus. And liberty is the plumb line between tyranny and anarchy. As soon as you get into a left-right model, an us-against-them way of thinking, whether it's rich against poor or party against party, you have fallen into a Marxist frame of reference that's built on the tyrant gaining power through creating conflict. That's what these impeachment hearings are all about. And it's not with the goal of actually having that happen. It's with the goal of keeping everybody upset and focused in the wrong direction. Wow. And the focus is certainly by design, uh, people. Now, when we look at the educational system, Dr. Marlene, whenever I have you on, I, I, I have to have you talk about the educational system and how it has gotten to where it is now. And you always give us uh, some historical uh, viewpoints and, and um, um, advantage points so that you can, we can understand the progression of progressive liberalism on our educational system. Can you bring that into focus into our conversation today? Absolutely. And the way someone is educated determines the world that they expect to live in. It determines what they're willing to contribute or do they feel like the world owes them a living. And so the way our current generations have been educated is to be more trained to accept bondage and tyranny as normal instead of being educated to accept responsibility that leads to liberty. Wow. So if there's going to be liberty, there has to be a change in education. And when we think about that change in education, how difficult uh, are you, could you predict that would be seeing how the tenets of um, uh, modern education has definitely led us away from our patriotic uh, roots, is uh, definitely wanting to uh, take God out of the classroom. How difficult, Dr. Marlene, is it going to be to actually change? Changes. What type of weapon, tool, uh, vehicle do we need to actually turn this around? Talk to us about that. Okay. We have a, an awakening coming, and it's, things are very fragile in this area right now. We have many parents who are fed up with a lot of the education that's being given that really isn't even about academics. You know, parents send their children to school to learn to read and write and do math and do the basics to understand how to navigate through life. They don't really send their children to school for many of the, we would say, indoctrinations that are going on now in the government school system. So the parents are unhappy. That's why you have people running away or trying to find alternative methods of funding or trying to change the way they're uh, getting access to education. The thing is, many parents don't realize how many choices they actually have and how much cheaper. See, getting an education is inexpensive. Schooling can be very expensive. 
And people have confused schooling and education. As this awakening is coming, the parents are still going to have to have the courage to do what's best for their child, even if it's unconventional and uh, stresses, you know, and stretches what the family is used to. You know, what what you have just said, I, I want I don't want this to be there are so many times, uh, Dr. Marlene and I and you do it. I know naturally. But for the rest of us, it, they, they, there are eye opening little um, uh, jewels, trinkets that you uh, put bestow upon us. And, and I don't want our audience to miss trying to catch one of them for yourselves. Listen, Dr. Marlene McMillan uh, is my special guest here this hour, and she has just said to us that many times we have confused uh, education with schooling, schooling with education. And there is a marked difference in that. You talk to us about Benjamin Bloom. Is it, did he um, actually began this trend in confusing or muddying the water on that? Talk to us. The, uh, Benjamin Bloom was a famous educator in the early 1950s. He wrote major books that are used to this day as the basis for modern, what we would call progressive education. And his goal was to develop a one-world language so that the students would expect a one-world government, a one-world economy, and even a one-world religion. Bloom, you cannot become a teacher without studying Benjamin Bloom. And I have lots of webinars on this. There's much more material than we can begin to go into. But the short of what our listeners need to get today is that every teacher, and teachers are not the problem, okay? Teachers can be part of the solution, but teachers are trained in this methodology without even realizing how it matters. And so a lot of our teaching at Why Liberty Matters deals not with the subject matter of education, but with the methodology that is used in the Bloomian method to condition students to accept that's A-C-C-E-P-T, to just think it's normal, that tyranny is normal. So these are these are very important things and but what it matters to a parent is you have to take care of your child. If that means getting them out of the local school as much as you love the people, if it means homeschooling, if it means doing a satellite school, and there is a phenomenal growth of opportunities for online education, even for K through 12. There's parents going together and forming co-op schools. Whatever you have to do to make sure your child gets an education. And you know, the greatest part of all of this, it is also a re-education of the parent. And that is a lot of fun also. And, you know, that is absolutely true uh, as far as that is concerned. And um, we, we're on with a good friend of the show, a friend of mine, and uh, someone who you all really need to get to know, uh, Dr. Marlene McMillan, if you are uh, free and you sh- should make some time to be on the webinar um, on Wednesday 
nights. Uh, be sure to grab a global webinar. Dr. Marlene is going to tell us more about that here in just a minute. But, um, Doctor, I have about in this segment, I only have about uh, three minutes left, but I, I want to begin this conversation because I want to reiterate some points that we've made uh, up to this up to this uh, juncture. When we talk about definitions and destinations, uh, this is always interesting. I always get great feedback when you speak on this. When we talk about definitions and destinations, did Benjamin Bloom actually operate from that particular um, vantage point himself uh, when uh, forming his educational philosophy that, as you said, teachers who go into the profession now can't teach without being indoctrinated to what what was his what was the end game do you think of of him presenting the way he did okay so what we have is every definition has a destination built into it whoever controls the definition controls the outcome whoever defines education gains or garners or owns, in the end, the minds of the children. So whoever is educating the children and the methodology that they're using determines the end result as far as that child's worldview. So, yes, this was known. If you read Benjamin Bloom's own writings, he basically says that all of his materials start from a relativistic point. In other words, there's no fixed beliefs, and truth is whatever we want it to be today. The other thing he says later on in life is that his materials, properly used, will turn the hearts of the child against their parent. Now, wow. how many parents send their children to school to have the school turn their parent, their uh, child's heart against them? Wow. Wow. Folks, that is in that is incredible when you think about how uh, the manipulation of a society is underway and you pay for it. Oh, yeah. In public school, for certain, you pay for it through your tax dollars. Isn't that diabolical? Uh, they want to turn the child's heart against you and they get you to pay for it. That is amazing. We're on with my special guest this hour, Dr. Marlene McMillan. As always, uh, she delivers the type of information that is hard-hitting and the type of information that we certainly need to grow from at this point on our, in, in our American journey. Um, we have a situation going on in Washington, D.C. that is absolutely unexplainable as to why. Um, these people, or has up until this point, Dr. McMillan brought some real clarity to it, and we're going to talk to it, talk about it even further. Um, but it, it's hard to understand why or how they could get on this particular path, believing that their methods will actually work, or do they? When we come back. After the short break, we'll continue with Dr. Marlene McMillan, and we'll examine that very thought. Do they really believe that their taxes will work, or is this just buying time? I'll be right back. I'm CL.
State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that you could come along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily, 12 noon until 2 p.m. in the east over Red State Talk Radio, which is our flagship station. But I want to thank all of the uh, terrestrial stations as well as uh, other platforms that have us on, like Loving Liberty and, of course, uh, Liberty Roundtable. We're uh, on with them as well. Thank you for welcoming us into your family. Uh, Folks, Why Liberty Matters is a global webinar that is directed, was founded uh, and guided by my guest, Dr. Marlene McMillan. And McMillan, and I got to tell you something, uh, folks. It is always, always an honor to have her on uh, the way she presents the ideas and principles of liberty. Uh, a child could grasp them, but yet the principles are so deep and that uh, it, it takes a very special mind to convey that. And we have her on with us here today. Uh, Dr. Marlene, when we left, I wanted to ask you the question. Um, but first, tell us tell us about liberty, why Liberty Matters, this segment. Tell us about why Liberty Matters again and how to get a hold of you and get into the, the webinar. Okay, at Why Liberty Matters, we talk about liberty, language, and culture. We talk about how the principles of liberty apply to law, government, history, economics, and education. In other words, we talk about the things that matter if you're going to have liberty in your culture. And it becomes a uh, precept upon precept is the way we teach. And these ideas are very powerful because when you think about it, without liberty, what would you do? I mean, look over there in Hong Kong right now. These young people are risking their lives for less liberty than we are throwing away. And so you have to understand liberty, and that does take some time. It's a matter of priority, and the family of Why Liberty Matters people that join us on Wednesday nights carve out that time, or we have people who have other obligations. They get the archives, they listen to the recordings, and they communicate with us, and we help them apply liberty to whatever their situation is. And it's incredible the wonderful life-changing ideas that uh, 
grow in people's minds because your I, your mind is like a garden and you have to choose what you want to plant in it. So you're either planting weeds that will bring bad fruit or you're planting great ideas that will not just bear good fruit in your life, but in that of your children. So they go to Y, that's W-H-Y, LibertyMatters.com, put in your first name and email address, and then answer the email when it comes back and say, yes, I do want to do this. And then you'll get a little overview. Every week, we send out just a little tiny overview of what we're going to talk about. And we have people tell us all the time, that little overview gives them thought for the week and that makes them research and makes them pay attention. And the only complaint we get about our emails is we don't send out enough. Now, isn't that a great problem? <laughs> oh, that is a great problem to have. And what would it be like, folks? What would it be like if, in fact, you had... A nation of Americans where most of us are actually researching the principles of what has made our nation great. Think about that. Think about that. And is could that actually turn the tide? Dr. Marlene, when we look at Adam Schiff and we look at the attacks that are being made against this president, it does appear at times, uh, not always, but at times it appears that he actually believes, Adam Schiff, uh, that what he is doing is right and righteous. I I, I just uh, don't understand how uh, a man who is, make no mistake, he's, a, he's a, an intelligent man, but how can that be, how can he be so delusional? There seems to be a, a great delusion that has uh, taken over uh, our, our, cap, our Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. Talk to us about that. Okay, and, and, and we can justify anything. The human mind can justify anything. So we all have to be careful. This is a caution for all of us that once you lose the plumb line in your life, once you become a relativist in your thinking where you can say, well, anything's true, you know, like as soon as you redefine truth versus lie or redefine right versus wrong, as soon as you get off of an absolute um, objective reality kind of position, and I don't mean that in a harsh way, but I'm saying there are some things that are just true and there's some things that aren't. And as soon as good and evil are confused, then anything can happen. So I look at, at someone like him as a caution to the rest of us, because, yes, I think they do believe what they're doing is good. The problem is you can chase down any idea. And I want our listeners to really pay attention here and think about this. Any idea, you can chase it down and figure out where it's going to lead. So where will the ideas that are being promoted every day on the news, where are they going to lead? Where are the ideas that we're taking into our minds? Where are they going to lead? Because all ideas have consequences. Wow. All ideas have consequences, and the question that we must ask when we are examining ideas is, where do they lead, and where do they take us as far as it's concerned? Dr. Marlene McMillan is my guest, and, and Doctor, uh, when we think about this, um, the re is, is there a re-education 
a miseducation or is there a select education that is being um, provided for our public school children? And yes, there will be some who do have uh, schools that they will use as alternatives, but uh, we still have the masses who are educated in the public school systems of America. When we think about uh, the the re-education or the select education, a miseducation of our American children, what ideas are being planted specifically uh, to uh, take them to a certain destination or to bring them to a certain consequence? Okay, so the new normal is that the civil government is the solution to everything. So before you try to solve a problem in yourself or for yourself or in your family or in your local church, your local community, the people in your neighborhood, you're supposed to immediately look to civil government to solve it. Now, that can only the only solution civil government can give will result in taking away your individual liberty. So. I'm for a civil government is a necessary. It is extremely important. But if you have lots of individual self-governing people, then how much external law do you need? I mean, if we even at the local mall, if nobody wanted to steal anybody's purse or pick their pocket, then how many police would you need? And it's that way on a massive scale. So as people are being educated to be status, to just follow and do whatever uh, the government says in kind of a blind, mindless way, then they're conditioned to lose a part of their own dignity, a part of their own purpose. So I'm about teaching people, who are you? What's your kingdom purpose? What do you have within you that is so unique and so amazing that if you don't offer it to the world, if you don't produce something, in other words, being a producer, not a consumer, and if you have a great idea and you don't share it with the world, you've stolen from everybody else as well as from yourself. So it's a totally different mindset. Dr. Marlene, how did we, speaking of a self-governing people, and we have been that, uh, there's no question, we're we're the greatest nation, most exceptional nation on the face of the planet, uh, no question about it. But when we speak about self-governance and when we speak about how we get to a place where um, we are codependent almost on um, government, when that becomes a good idea, because our young people are beginning to think that how did we get here how did we get from um 18 the the civil war to here when of course the thinking of uh statehood and all that type thing was much different how did we get from there to here or is it the same no it it has changed And it's used a process that is called the dialectic process. And that is how a person is moved from a belief in absolute truth to a belief in in relativism. And so what we have is a move from individual responsibility and that you're responsible for your own thoughts, starting there, to moving us to a group think. 
So this group think you have to look around and see what the group thinks before you know what you believe. In group think, whatever the gr- you wait for the group to tell you what you believe. And so as that occurs, you cannot there's there's no uh, group rights in the Constitution. You don't group rights are a misnomer. It's a it's an illusion to get people to give up their individual liberty and their individual responsibility. The best way I can explain that is how polls and surveys work, because polls and surveys are not taken to determine what the people think. They are done in order to form public opinion. So the way the question is asked determines what the answer is going to be. And most people want to be accepted. So the way that if they hear a survey where the majority of Americans believe, the majority of, you know, uh, whatever uh, uh, place they're in uh, believe, then they automatically, if they don't believe that, they go, oh, no, there must be something wrong with me. And people will readjust what they say they believe in order to fit in with the group because the group approval is more important than their own approval from their own conscience. Wow. Wow. Folks, that was absolutely spot on. Can you deny it? The opinion polls rule the day. In fact, if the opinion polls were actually as effective as they would want them to be, there is no way Donald John Trump would be president of the United States because they were programming us to believe that Hillary should be. All the opinion polls said Hillary was going to have a route. It was going to he was just going to you know route uh, Donald John Trump uh, back in 2016. And because this method that they tried to uh, use did not work to defeat this president, they thought it should. It, it worked against Romney, worked against McCain. But Trump was a different animal. And, of course, the race thing wasn't there. But anyway, let's just uh, talk about that, uh, Dr. Uh, Marlene, uh, as far as the difference in this effectiveness uh, in the polls. Do they is there a way for them to amp up the uh, effect that a poll can have? And what should we be looking out for? Uh, What advice do you give us to look out for as far as the 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 on? coming or the advent of this type of um, method method in shaping our social think. Okay. So the dialectic process is like a sleight of mind instead of a sleight of hand. It's like a magic trick. Once you understand how the trick works, it's never as effective. And I actually have a YouTube video that is called an overview of the dialectic process. And it explains, it's like taking you back behind the stage at the magic show, pulling back the curtain, and having the magician teach you what he just did to you. And so when you understand the dialectic process and you see how definitions are used to control the way people think. 
how language is used to get in your brain and actually make you think something. And it's not just that the idea is given to you. They're so clever, they can make you think you, it's all your idea. You created it all on your own. And what we come up with, what we believe we created in our mind, we actually will hold on to more than if somebody told us. Wow. So this dialectic process is imperative that people understand. And one more point, my I have a book called Mountains of Deceit that deals with that subject. How do we get a hold of your books and how do we get a hold of your work, uh, Dr. Marlene McMillan? You go to Y, that's W-H-Y, LibertyMatters.com, and you'll find the books there. And the most important book for someone to get first is the Mountains of Deceit book, because that is, that is the key that unlocks the language door. And I've had people get that book, and one of my friends, when she got the book, she, she, she loves me, but she didn't understand what this was all about. And when she got the book, she stayed up all night and was reading this book, and she was seeing what people had done to her in the past, why it mattered to them that she spoke a certain way. I mean, folks, this political correctness is to get you to publicly declare your allegiance to relativism. It's to get you to declare your loyalty to this new world order way of thinking. So one of the things you have to do is not just understand what the dialectic process is. You have to understand what uh, relativism and political correctness is. But then you have to, to stop speaking politically correct. And you have to come to a point where you care more about your own personal dignity than you do about what people think of you. Now, I'm not saying to be rude or crude, but you have to know who you are. You have to know who you are. Americans, that if there is any message that we must take away from uh, this conversation with Dr. Marlene McMillan, we must rediscover who we are. As I said earlier, and Dr. Marlene was saying that um, uh, people who sometimes miss a webinar, they get the written or the other material uh, that is there and it causes them to study. Wouldn't it be great if we had a nation of Americans who were studying about their personal liberty? We're going to return with Dr. Marlene McMillan after uh, this short break. Doctor, I hope you can stay with me uh, through this short break for just a few minutes. Um, this is the C.L. Bryan Show that you're listening to throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is... Uh, America. On with me is my special guest, Dr. Marlene McMillan has been on with me now for um, many, several years now. She's been on with me. And every time that she has been on, it has been an absolute uh, jewel. She's been an absolute jewel to, uh, to be on with. And you, you have made her one of the show's absolute favorites. Now, uh, when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant show, we're going to uh, continue with Mountains of Deceit. We want to see what that's all about with Dr. Marlene McMillan. You thought I was worth saving. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA with... Dr. Marlene McMillan, Why Liberty Matters. Dr. Marlene, um, you were telling us about a book that uh, if we get any of the collections of your books, you want us to start with one in particular. Tell us about that book and tell us why we should begin there. Mountains of Deceit is the only book of its kind that unlocks the dialectic process how political correctness works in a very simple way. It gives the steps of the dialectic, which are just rinse and repeat. So once you see them, they, you will see how they apply to your local um, a school board meeting or your PTA meeting or your church meeting. You'll see how when you walk into a meeting and you feel like they've already decided before you get there, why that has happened and how it works. And the Mountains of Deceit book gives the politically correct language versus the truth language for many different mountains of culture, like the family, law, government, business, economics. It goes into these different areas that very easy to understand. It's readable. It's fun. It is the power of ideas. And things like, you know how we hear on the news, well, that's not who we are as Americans. And you'll hear a pushback when somebody does something. They'll say, well, that's not who we are as Americans. That's an attempt to give a new definition or for somebody else from the outside to define you. In Mountains of Deceit, we explain how you have to define yourself or somebody else always will be willing to. And we give you the enforcement you need to know what is versus what this utopian world, this unrealistic world that's being put upon us, uh, how that all works. It's a really exciting book. It's fun. And anyone who gets it uh, will just be thrilled. They'll, they'll wonder why they didn't get it sooner. Absolutely, folks. And be sure to do that. So the, 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 when you hear and you hear you do hear it often, uh, folks, um, Obama used to say it a lot. And uh, of course, you hear now these uh, Beto O'Rourke used to say uh, that a lot. That's not who we are as Americans. 
And when you hear that, had you ever thought that it was indeed a tool, a method of trying to get you to envision America being something other than what it is written in our founding documents to be? And that's what Dr. Marlene McMillan is telling you. She is saying to you that there is a process that is being used, a dialectic process that you should learn about that's being used. When we look at that word... Dr. Marlene, when you look at the word dialectic, I'm looking at, uh, is, is that, is that a, a root of dialect? Uh, is that a root uh, into guiding us into understanding the way a, a certain speak is going to be taken, taking place? Uh, break that down for us. Why do they call it that? Okay, dialectic. Dia means two and lectic means words. So it's the double-minded man. It's the person who can't figure out what they believe. And when you have someone who is double-minded or double-speak, that means they're not having truth-speak. So they make the lies are made very complicated. You know, the truth is simple. Uh, A person, uh, even a child, can know what's true or not. Have you ever had a a two-year-old lie to you? You know, they know they're lying. <laughs> but as people get older, they can, uh, you know, kind of convince themselves that they can justify their lie. And so their conscience gets seared. So language is used, this dialectic process is used to set a new normal. And whatever we expect as normal, we just accept it as normal. We don't question it. And so now we have uh, generations of people conditioned that this dialectic process is normal. And so it's how they see everything being done. It's when you hear the term, let's dialogue to consensus. Well, dialogue is, and I don't mean that you don't have a discussion, but a discussion says there's a fixed reference point and we're going to uh, talk about it and figure out where either one of us is right or wrong, it does use a right or wrong language. Well, now we're told there's no absolute right and wrong, and you're old-fashioned if you dare speak in right and wrong language, if you believe some things are and some things aren't. And so in dialogue to consensus, consensus, the word itself, con means with in Latin, and census is with the sensual. So it's saying, let's come into agreement with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Other than that, we can, you know, we can just agree on anything. And it's a loss of the plumb line that leads to liberty and opportunity, and that plumb line applies to everybody. You don't have to accept and agree with everything about it, but the rules are immutable. There's immutable laws of the universe. And they apply to every nation everywhere. I saw a, pardon me, a complete breakdown of dialogue uh, when I was reviewing. I never get a chance to look at anything uh, live uh, usually. But um, uh, I was looking at the breakdown of the way Adam Schiff is conducting his committee. And one thing was evident is that there was a complete breakdown of true dialogue 
is that something that is missing? Is that a good thing? Uh, what is the art of conversation itself? Decency. Uh, has that left us? Uh, and do we expect it to return? Talk to us, Dr. McMillan. Well, you know, the new uh, communication methods that are called, there's even the word justice communication, and there's all kinds of, of uh, uh, trainings that are given now on college campuses. And I end up in the most interesting places. I don't know some days I'm amazed myself. And I ended up going to one of these trainings on a major Christian college campus. And they were teaching this uh, never uh, take a position kind of thinking to these young, vulnerable students. And it was really something. And so what I'm getting at here, and even in the hearings and everywhere, you have to come back to even have an understanding in your mind as to what is the process. What are we seeing in front of us? And so instead of, was that proceeding going to get truth? Or was that proceeding done in order to bring us to all agree with a predetermined conclusion? Wow. So that's two different processes. Wow. That is uh, that is absolutely amazing, especially when you think about uh, the idea that uh, may be uh, taught to our young people today. So so they're so accepting of it. And that is the idea of never taking a position. What does that lead to in a society? Uh, Dr. Marlene, we have about five minutes, about four minutes left in the interview. But what does that lead to in a society when you have a society of double minded people who don't take positions? That is absolutely frightening. It is, because as we said earlier, without liberty, what would you do? And so a tyrant wants to be able to control the minds of the people. He does not want them to know that they're already defined. Like going back to our example when we were told, well, that's not who we are as Americans. Well, every time I would hear somebody say that, my brain goes, oh, we're already defined. You know, it's not up to you now to redefine us. We are defined in the Declaration of Independence, in the Constitution, are laws, in other words, fixed documents, define us. And it's like I'm teaching right now a course about biblical law, and I'm actually giving an overview of what this course does. And the flagship quote for that course is a Blackstone quote. That's very sophisticated. But the summary of that Blackstone quote is that any law that disagrees with God's law is no law. Now, that sounds really radical. And yet that is the idea of where liberty comes from. So as our young people are conditioned that there's no absolute truth, there's no objective reality, then they're robbed from the economic principles that lead to prosperity. They're robbed from the principles of liberty, and they're robbed from even the way a family works. So the joy of that just 
normal people want to have in having a family and having a a life where they're surrounded with love and care and blessing and joy all of this is being robbed by the creation of more bitterness by not talking about uh, forgiveness not learning to forgive I mean, there's injustice everywhere, but you will never get justice by studying injustice. You'll, you won't get health by studying sickness. And as there's all this bitterness that's being sown in the culture, that bitterness attracts trouble and sorrow. And so what I'm about, I'm known as the lady of liberty and forgiveness. And those two things go together. And as a nation, we have to decide that it's more important to walk in forgiveness than it is to prove our position right. It's more important to let love flow. And when you talk with somebody and communicate with them with unconditional love, then it heals that wounded soul. And right now we have a lot of very wounded people. And so what we're about at Why Liberty Matters is helping to set the captive free, heal the brokenhearted, and set at liberty those that are bound. And you have to have forgiveness in order to heal the brokenhearted. Wow. What a way to close the first hour of a C.L. Bryan show. Doc, that was really strong. Why Liberty Matters. Listen, you Google Why Liberty Matters, Dr. Marlene McMillan. Hello. Yes, doctor. Can you hear me, Dr. McMillan? Why Liberty Matters. Uh, You be sure to go there and check it out. Dr. McMillan, can you hear me? I don't know what happened, but anyway, uh, I certainly appreciate her having been on with me. It has been a fantastic show with her. Dr. McMillan, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer uh, for you. And we look forward to seeing and talking to you again real soon. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant show. I am C.L. Bryant. And hey, we have to recap a lot of this when we come back on the other side of the break. Uh, my guest has been Dr. Marlene. Dr. Mar- 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 Marlene, are you back with me now? Somehow we lost her. But uh, but anyway, we got the entire interview uh, in there uh, before. I don't know if she's muted her phone or what has happened, but uh, just the same. It was an absolute joy, absolute pleasure to have her on with me. And so, listen, God bless and God keep each and every one of you. If you don't get both hours of the show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show app. We'll be back after the top of the hour with more of the C.L. Bryant show. Thank you so much for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation. Be right. 